I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, season two. I am one of your hosts. My name is Matthew Bristow, and here is my co-host, Rebecca Bristow. So formal. <laughs> we never go by our full names. Um, okay, welcome back, you guys. want to first start by saying uh, sorry for leaving you hanging there for a few weeks. We have been a little bit MIA, and that's because we've uh, been a little busy. You want to share why we've been so busy? Because we, uh, we made a baby. We had a baby. We had a baby. <laughs> so, yeah, if you only listen to the podcast and you don't follow me on Instagram, then this is definitely news to you. But our sweet baby girl ended up coming early. And we cannot wait to share her full birth story with you guys. Um, it was literally the exact opposite of what we had planned. So there's a little hint. If you follow me on Instagram, you kind of already have heard some bits and uh, some of the details of her birth, which was totally wild and very unexpected. Um, But she's here and she's perfect. And we are just soaking her up and we love her so much. Um, If you want to know her name, you can hop on over to my Instagram, which is at Becca Bristow. We'll share it on the birth story episodes, which are to come. But this week we are, or this episode, I should say, we're going to be kind of bringing you guys up to speed. We're going to cover the few weeks that we hadn't chatted about um, before she joined us a little bit on the early early side. Um, She was born in the 37th, almost 38th week, so she wasn't premature or anything, but we just super were not expecting her to come early. Um, Especially after you went almost 42 weeks with Hayden. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why we weren't expecting her to come. But she had other plans, big time, um, in a lot of ways. (laughs) But she's such a sweetheart, and we are so obsessed with her. Um, But that's why we've been a little bit MIA, because we all of a sudden had a baby, and then we were in newborn life. So, you know, weren't able to actually get around to doing this normally on the same schedule. So anyway, so let's jump in. We're going to chat about weeks 34, 35, and 36. So those were the last few weeks of my um, pregnancy leading up to when she was born. So Matt is first going to walk us through some of those final baby updates, changes, all her growth, um, which is kind of fun now because she's here. <laughs> all right, let's do that. Let's uh, talk about her size as the weeks went by. In week 34, she grew to a butternut squash, butternut squash, about 17 and a half inches and about 4.8 pounds. 
to the next week, 35, she grew to a pineapple, which is wow. relatable. You know what a pineapple looks like. 18 inches, roughly, and about five pounds. And then in week 36, about the size of a papaya, which I have no idea what that looks like. And that's about 18 and a half inches and 5.7 pounds. I did not know papayas were that big. Neither did I. Interesting. Also, 5.7 pounds is like, that's like on track to be what she actually weighed. So yeah, she was a peanut when she was born. These are pretty accurate stats. That is actually very accurate. Um, You'll have to listen to the birth story to find out exactly how much she weighed. <laughs> so some of the some of the things that were going on with the baby in these weeks was that she was in the finishing touches phase where she was plumping up all the extra fat helps her to regulate her body temperature. Her bones continue to harden, but the skull bones won't completely fuse. If born from this point on, baby would likely do just fine in the outside world, which is a big milestone. So I'm glad we we're glad she hit that milestone. Mm -hmm. Her nails have finally reached or not. Finally, they have likely reached the tips of her fingers. Kidneys are fully developed, getting more crowded in the womb no more somersaults <laughs> that's good yeah. um so her, a baby could be born with her nails not fully to the tips of their fingers <laughs> that's kind of a weird fact yeah. i mean her her fingernails looked pretty yeah. normal that'd be pretty uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i guess if they're premature oh my gosh there's so many little things when they're premature that aren't quite ready yet and lastly, almost all of the waxy coating on the baby has shed along with the fur, which is the lanugo, and the baby may have dropped lower into the pelvis, which is also known as lightning. Hmm. Well, that definitely happened during this period of time. So on that note, let's uh, cover symptoms and kind of what was happening in these few weeks. Things definitely got... Um, just looking back at these symptoms I had written down, I feel like everything just got a little bit more intense. Um, maybe because my body was actually getting closer to labor than I actually thought. Um, anyway, so starting with week 34, 35 in there, um, I started to have some like rogue contractions. And when I say rogue, I mean like I would randomly at some point in the day, I would just like feel a contraction come on. Sometimes it would just be a solo contraction. Sometimes there'd be like two or three in a row. Um, but they were, I mean, contractions are in labor can be really intense. This was not at all that. I mean, it was like almost to the point where it was so light where I couldn't, couldn't even really feel it. It was, it was like a period cramp, but I could feel like the gradual tightening and then the relaxing, which is like a classic contraction. Um, this is when I began to think the baby was coming any day. Yeah. So I, I like didn't, I didn't always like share these with Matt because I knew he was gonna be like, Oh my God, are you like going to labor? But I knew I was like, no, these are like so light and they're so random. Um, and I have no other symptoms. So I was like, it's nothing. Um, but turns out I was actually a little bit closer than I thought. Okay. So, um, still no like, real puffiness or swelling. Um, which was exciting. Like my rings still fit perfectly fine. Um, I feel like they, I, I had to not wear my rings like at this point in Hayden's pregnancy. I could be wrong though. But um, probably one of the biggest things in this 35, 30, 34, 35 week time period was sleep was so tough. 
I something about the way that there was like a few days where she I feel like kind of she'd always been had been head down um, but I felt like she kind of like twisted a little in the womb and was maybe like a little bit kind of like going diagonal or something because I had like horrible horrible just like rib and upper abdominal pain and discomfort um, when I would lay down and there was a few nights where it was just really, really tough and just, yeah, like I, it just was really, really awful when you can't sleep and you're in pain and you're tossing and turning. You've got this giant belly you're trying to support. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> and then a baby's going to come and going to mess up your sleep even more. Right. Yeah. So all you want in those last few weeks is just to enjoy your sleep, but this kind of threw a wrench in that. Um, and actually the, first day of the 35th week um I literally felt like almost like sick because there was like three nights in a row where I like didn't sleep well and then that third night was like horrific I did not sleep at all and I was in so much pain so I just literally like laid on the couch all day I felt almost like I wasn't actually sick but I just felt so like I got hit by a bus like my body was just like not not doing it <laughs> um I'm also having a little bit of insomnia at this point in time where I'll like wake up every night at like 3 a.m. and then I can't fall asleep until like 6 a.m., which is just super not fun. Um, and then another symptom, which I actually looked back and I had at the end of my last pregnancy as well, just kind of random, but just brittle nails. Like my nails suddenly just started like breaking all the time. And I have naturally like really healthy, strong nails. So um, that was definitely something that I noticed as something that was like super different. Um, and then also, um, other than her weird positioning for those few days that made sleep really uncomfortable overall, I, I do think she was in like a really good position. I tried to actually figure out like the belly mapping. You can like Google it, uh, if you're trying to figure it out for yourself, it's definitely kind of complicated, but she, but just by going off of like where there, you feel the kicks and where you can like feel certain body parts, um, you can try and figure out what their positioning is. And she seemed to be in a really good position, like anterior, head down. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then moving on to week 36 symptoms. Um, one thing that is exciting to report is sleep was a lot better, uh, less insomnia, and then also that rib discomfort had just kind of resolved itself. I was really careful about like laying down on the couch or like in certain positions that like felt uncomfortable um, because I think that was what was kind of like making her be like a little askew in there. So once I kind of figured that out, I just like addressed it and then I, I never had that issue again. Um, so week 36, this is where I really felt myself starting to slow down like big time. I just felt off like a little bit of lightheadedness, just feeling like I just can't keep up with like the daily anything. Like I just always felt like I was just very slow, like, like very behind and just, just couldn't keep up like a, a typical, even like no, my normal pregnant pace. So that was a, kind of a sign to me of like, okay, I'm like really starting to slow down here. Um, and still having some like practice contractions or like light cramping here and there, um, just feeling really big, just like a really big, big mama. giant, <laughs> big mama, just a big belly. Um, and 
same thing with my last pregnancy. Like I am like all belly. So it's just, it's just, it's a big belly. Um, what else? She really felt starting in week 36, she felt so low. Like I could feel her head on my pelvis. It was down there. I could like almost like basically feel her on my cervix. Um, she was definitely had scooched her way down. And at first I was like, Hmm, maybe she will come earlier. And then I looked back at my symptoms from pregnancy number one and same thing week 36. I had that same, like, okay, I can feel her head down there now. Um, and then obviously she didn't come for a while. So I was like, all right, wishful thinking, maybe not. (laughs) So yeah, I, I touched on sleep overall sleep was improving. Um, learned I can't lay on the couch anymore. I kind of said that. Um, and then the other thing was, um, I haven't had issues, any kind of GI issues this whole pregnancy, but this week, for some reason, I had like some major loose bowel situations going on. Oh, which... you didn't tell me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you didn't tell me. Oh, <laughs> probably because that can be a sign of labor, but typically it's like literally as your body's like going into labor, it's not like for a week leading up. Um, so it was just kind of annoying. I'm like, what does this mean? Like, does this mean anything? Is it just, I don't know. That so rarely happens to me. And if it does, it's never for like a week. So probably meant you were eating a lot of takeout or something. I don't think so. Cause I remember being like, my diet's like, hasn't changed. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It was a few weeks ago now, so I can't remember all the details, but, um, so yeah, so that was definitely an interesting symptom. And again, now this was like, the week before the week that she arrived. So maybe it had something to do with that. I don't really think so though. Um, and probably when we explain the birth story, you guys will understand a little bit more why, um, based on how she ended up coming early. Um, okay. So I think that those are all of my symptoms. Um, we can talk now a little bit about kind of just like stuff that happened during these weeks. Yes, in week 35, we had our home visit, so I got to meet our midwife, Karen. I guess I met her on Zoom when we first like interviewed her, but yeah. um, it was good to finally meet her in person and actually be a part of one of your appointments to understand what was happening <laughs> and to prepare myself, so that was exciting. Yeah, so that was uh, that was cool. So she came, she basically came over, we had like a typical appointment. She sat at our dining room table. We went over all the normal stuff, like how I'm feeling and just asking me about my symptoms and just making sure everything's on the up and up. Um, and we talked about, you know, just logistics of how the birth will go and who's going to come and all of that kind of stuff. And then we headed upstairs so we could kind of show her like our bedroom. This is where everything's going to happen. Um, and then she did like, you know, we listened to heartbeat, um, and she checked my blood pressure and all that. We were just sitting on the bed and I actually had Matt take pictures and I was like, oh, this is like such like a, like a big moment. Like the home visit midwife's here when she took pictures. <laughs> I don't know if I ever shared, shared this with you, but oh my God, the, just the, <laughs> the angle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> no, it's funny. It's, I'm laughing, but. I literally look like a whale on the bed, like double chin, just like belly up in the air. Well, you're pregnant. <laughs> like big legs, like mermaid tail. Like it's just, it's, I will never sh- share those photos. <laughs> I was wondering what happened to this. I feel like you were going to do an Instagram post about it. Oh, I was so ready to do an Instagram post because it was just like an exciting moment. And then when I saw those, I was like, oh no. I got to be a better photographer. <laughs> 
Oh, man, it's just funny. Anyway, so that was cool. And also she brought the birth pool with she her. She did bring the birth pool. Um, giant birth pool. I mean, it's literally like in a backpack. It's, it doesn't like come in. It's a heavy backpack then. Yeah, really heavy ba- backpack. And then there was like a whole big like tackle box with Right, with like pump. the pump, air pumps and stuff. Yeah, because you obviously have to blow it up. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that was definitely the highlight of kind of this time period and I as far as you know prepping for birth um I was just listening to a ton of birth stories I don't know if I've mentioned this before but the podcast I typically listen to for this is called um doing it at home it is definitely like a home birth podcast um and there's tons of home birth stories on there however they do have they do you know, share, have women come on and share that have all different kinds of birth stories. Um, typically at some point home birth is a part of their story, but they may have had hospital births or birth center births or had hospital transfers or whatever. Um, and it's just kind of like a really well-rounded, interesting podcast. And I really like it. So I'd highly recommend that. But I was just listening to a ton of those. Like every day I would listen to, you know, like one or two of these stories. And I would say the overarching theme were that the second baby always came super fast. So I was just kind of getting in my mind, like, okay, when things, whenever things are going to start, I need to just really be like, okay, is this happening? Cause we need to like tell people like I had, I knew that things were probably going to move a lot faster. Um, I also had another dream. This is the second one now where the baby came early, mm. which is interesting because that's exactly what ended up happening. <laughs> so that was twice now that I had that dream. The first one was like at like 32 weeks. And then a few weeks later I had this dream again. Um, so I kind of had it in the back of my mind of like, she might come early. Um, and I don't remember if I had said this on the podcast, but I know I have said this to you, but before she came, like the whole third trimester, I had this like feeling like this tiny voice in the back of my head saying that like, she's going to come early. But I didn't want to like voice that out loud. I think I did at one point to you, and you were like, "Oh no, don't get your like hopes up now." Right. And, but that's why I didn't. I didn't dwell on it. I was like, just like ignoring it, like pushing it to the back of my mind because I was just like, "There's no way. Like, do not get it in your head that she's gonna come early because she's probably gonna be late, and you're gonna be like losing your mind again." <laughs> yep. But it turned out that's exactly what happened. So I guess mother's intuition. Yeah, but it's better. It. You just you should think she's coming at 42 weeks, and then if she comes at 37, great. But Pleasant surprise, right, exactly, exactly. Which, is, which is exactly where my head was at. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I had this premonition she's going to come early. She's definitely going to come early. I wasn't thinking that way at all. I was thinking exactly how you said it. Um, we also finished up all of the um, – grabbed, like, the last few items we needed for the home birth. So around a target I had to get like some shower curtains and sheets and cheap towels that kind of stuff um so then we were we did that like right before the home visit so we had like everything ready um she actually didn't even look at our stuff she was like I trust you (laughs) you seem very (laughs) on it and very organized she's like I don't need to see your collection I was like okay fine (laughs) um I had more than enough to be honest but so she was right But anyway, um, another interesting thing, like in these last couple of weeks, really in like week 36 especially, um, I was seeing 1122s everywhere. Mm. Remember this? Yes, I do. 
um, which eh, kind of a long story, but that's like 11:22 is is a date, like November 22nd. Um, my family, we like my mom's side of the family, we have this like thing with the number 22. Um, it's like just very crazy and bizarre like the amount of times that we see these 22s and we always had like believed that whenever we saw one it was like our our grandmother and like grandfather you know like saying hello to us from heaven and we ended up figuring out one day that um many 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 years ago when um my mom found out that my pup-up was going to be coming home from world war ii you know she hadn't heard anything for months you know no idea if he's dead or alive but on Thanksgiving of the year that the the war was ending, um, she got noticed that he was alive and he was coming home. So we ended up looking back and that day was November 22nd. So we were like, oh my gosh, that's where the 22 comes from. So it's just kind of this crazy, cool thing in my family. So whenever we see these numbers, like we always feel like it's like our... Um, grandmother especially like just you know she's with us she's watching over us everything's gonna be okay and there was just like a major uptick in seeing these numbers um I'm trying to remember like there was one day I was editing like in Final Cut Pro and I just like clicked on like the exact spot that I needed which if you've ever used Final Cut Pro you know that there's like seconds and then like milliseconds like there's like all these numbers and it just so happened when I clicked on it it was like 11:22. and um one time we were in the we were checking out the grocery store and there was just this random like was it cookies remember that like little plastic and I, I was like look at this isn't this nuts it was like some kind of like expired cookies or something right. just sitting in like a plastic container on top of like the like the fridge of the checkout like it wasn't it was just like randomly placed there I don't know how long it was there because it was literally from November but I picked it I, I don't know why I picked it up like I have no, now I know I guess so I could see the numbers but just randomly like I looked at it and picked it up which <laughs> sounds so weird but it was like the expiration date was November 22nd and I was just like bizarre like look at this Jeez. um and just seeing like for out and about on like license plates I'll see 1122 you know anyway so we were kind of joking, like, oh, is this, like, a sign that, like, the baby's going to come? Clearly. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe it was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so just kind of an interesting kind of story to share um, and an interesting last little, I don't know, well, then, signs from above. I don't know if you're sharing this for the next episode, but Hayden started to, like, oh yeah, say stuff about babies coming. Yeah, like she did. The days leading up. That was in week thirty-seven, so we'll we'll share that oh, in okay. the uh, in the birth story um, episodes. But but yeah, for sure. So uh, it was like another kind of bizarre thing. She knew. Right. It was it was weird. We'll explain more, um, in l- later a later episode. Um, so because of seeing all these signs, I said, you know what? It's definitely not going to happen. So I'm going to go on a trip with my uh. friends <laughs> uh-huh. to Vermont. So, I went, uh, a lot of my friends drove together or flew, but I drove our, my own car just in case I had to get back in and drive home. It's about a six-hour drive. So, I was there from, like, what, Thursday night to Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. So, I got home Sunday morning, and then what? So, uh, I mean, it was, like, four days later. Yeah. So, it, everything was fine while he was gone. The baby did not come. Um, but, 
Yeah. Like, when we were seeing all those 1122s, you were like, does this mean I should stay home? And I was like, no. She's not going to come for such a long time. Like, you are totally fine to go. This baby's not coming out anytime soon. Like, go enjoy it. Your last hurrah. <laughs> right. But then she literally came, like, days after you got home. Right. It's a good thing. Thank it, God. Yeah, that would have been a disaster. Oh, that would have been such a disaster. So that was lesson learned. If it's like 35 weeks on, no one's going anywhere. Maybe 36 on. Oh, all right, fine. 36. Yeah. Uh, you still don't want to err on the side of caution here? Unless it's twins. Oh, God. I don't think my body can handle twins. Whew. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a... That's the up to speed, getting you guys up to speed. Um, the last few weeks before the week our daughter was born, which I never in a million years thought that she would come early, but she did. Neither did I. Very glad she did. And I am too, man. That pregnancy kicked my butt. <laughs> I was not sad to see it go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, not even a little bit. I, I would have been a little bit sad, I think, with Hayden because I, I, like, enjoyed having her. I mean, I, of course I enjoyed having this sweet girl, you know, inside and feeling all her kicks and like all of like the beautiful parts of it. But, um, I don't miss being pregnant. I certainly don't. Um, so speaking of no longer being pregnant, you will have to tune back in. Our next episode will be the sweet girl's birth story. Wow, she I'm excited. made her entrance into the world. I took tedious notes throughout the night. So he did. Yeah. Big time. So um, so Matt will be able to give you like a full rundown on everything that went down. Nice play by play. Yeah. She was born, like I said, in a way that was not how we were <laughs> at all planning. Um, she had her own plans and she, we were thinking that she was going to be this like firecracker, like defiant child, which maybe she will grow into that eventually just based on her birth story <laughs> right but she's been like literally the most chill baby ever so i don't know maybe she we're has wrong been. on that it's a blessing yeah it's it's absolutely a blessing because yeah it's been an in, a little bit of an intense postpartum but um anyway so we will see you guys in the next episode to chat we might have to do a part one part two because it's kind of a long story wow. but um we'll hit you with at least part one we only have about an hour of awake time after Hayden goes to sleep now because we want to get to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So it might be two parts. Life looks a little different these days. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. You are now all caught up. And the next time you hear from us, we will share how this little girl started to make her entrance into this world. All right, guys. We'll see you then. All right. Bye.